Last time on our Curses Drive playthrough, Darkness That Surrounds Us, you guys had made your way out of this strange wilderness, trekking across the land looking for some missing children that had apparently been taken by uh, rumored to be werewolves that were stalking, stalking nearby farms and villages outside of the city of uh, Daggerford. You found yourselves surrounded by strange lands, mountains, and uh, strange mists as you traipsed through the uh, woods that seemed out of place, following tracks and trails, eventually coming upon large gates in the mist, finding yourselves in some sort of strange land, a dead body with a note proclaiming that this land was poisoned and to stay clear. Finding nowhere else to rest, you made camp uh, by, the, by a river that ran nearby, which coursed through some swampland to the south, eventually deciding that the swamps were relatively impassable, headed back towards the road, uh, where you had noted there to be the outskirts of some sort of village, seeing smoke rising from chimney stacks in the distance. Arriving in the outskirts of a small village named Barovia, you found yourselves before a uh, several boarded-up row houses, taverns boarded up, most of the village seemingly it seemingly empty, with a few people around. Two children standing outside of one of the houses proclaimed that, or told you that there was a monster in their house, and that their baby brother was inside in the nursery. Moving into the house to try to rescue the babe, you found eventually this not to be true. The children, illusions created by some sort of monstrous entity to lure unsuspecting adventurers into the house. The children long since dead, starved to death by their, by their parents that had locked them in an attic room. You found no signs of said child, although you did note it to be in a family portrait. The house, seemingly normal, but upon closer inspection, worked into the woodwork and portraits and pictures, uh, images of skulls, snakes, serpents, other images of torture and death were hidden amongst the artwork. Upon the higher floor, the lower floors were well kept, dusted and clear. The higher floors, less so. On the third story, a suit of magical armor defended the hall and attacked you, managed to defeat it. Entering into the nursemaid's room, you were attacked by a spirit of a murdered young woman that was apparently the nursemaid for said child at one point, not finding the body of the child, however. You did discover a secret staircase leading up to the attic where you found the bodies of the children locked in their, locked in their rooms by their parents. They told you that the previous owners of the house had kept this monster or whatever it was locked in the basement. They had never seen it, but they could certainly hear its cries, its terrible sounds. You found in a chest in the uh, room where the children told you the stair, secret stair heading into the basement was the murdered body of a young woman that matched the sort of look of the spirit that you found in the nursemaid's chambers. Stabbed to death, her remain, her decaying remains found inside of a locked uh, chamber chest. You, uh, Bagmo, have become possessed by the spirit of Rosvalda, 
who did not want you to leave, but was able to impart to you the knowledge of the secret stair in the attic. And that's where we find you all now, in the attic room, at the uh, top of the steps. And I'll take you there now, as you have uncovered the secret stairway. You all are here, outside of the secret stair, inside of this room. Bagmo, Wet Rock, I don't know where you're at, Wet Rock. Um, I see Urgoth, and I, I see... I'm on the stairwell. Ah, okay. Bagmo and Wet Rock are actually on the stairwell. Bert Beasley and... Uh, Urgoth McCoy are nearby, as you, Wet Rock, have discovered the secret stair. You found just found the hacked-up body inside of the chest inside of this room. Uh, on upon discovery of the body, what does uh, Bert Bert Beasley? What are you thinking? I think that those children you know, have really been pulling one over on us. And now I'm very curious to explore, you know, the rest of the house. It seems like everyone has been dead for, for quite some time and there's a real a real mystery afoot. What does Urgoth think of the uh where you're at now? Uh Bagmo, I'll note one thing that I forgot to mention in the recap is that Bagmo ran to the balcony. Uh outside of the nursemaid's chambers on the lower floor, on the third floor, opened it and saw that the street was entirely invisible and that uh, fog had surrounded basically the entire home. So what is Urgoth thinking? Um, this all makes me very uneasy. Um, I have been sort of loitering out in this hallway here and um, I... Am I think going to go in here and uh, join Bert, and then sort of fully appreciate firsthand some of this situation? Um, when... As you go in, as you go in there, you see the body inside of the chest that they've discovered. Right. Um, I'd like to investigate it. Okay, as you. Roll investigation for me. Okay. To see if I notice anything interesting that's supplemental here. Yeah. Um, it has multiple stab wounds on it. It's old and more preserved than it should be for given the age you'd estimate. But uh, it has clearly been stabbed multiple times in multiple different directions. And with a 17, you can tell that it's not stabbed by a single knife, but like it has been killed by being stabbed by multiple people, like attacked and stabbed to death, just cut to pieces. And it is clearly the face of the young spirit that you saw. And uh, 
she is wearing uh, like a nursemaid's uniform. Interesting. And she's more preserved, you said, than I would suspect would be the case. S somewhat, although there's clearly signs of decay. Got it. Um, uh, it, 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 it does bother me um, just the nature of how this person was dispatched and given our environment and that there are clearly spooky things afoot and also unnatural things um i am once again uh, my gut reaction is to burn the body because a part of this is my nature because you know fire but also um these these uh, I, uh things we keep coming across are clearly and I'm thinking of this in the term in terms of like sort of diseased and just unnatural and it's not good to leave things like that floating around. Um and so I'm going to keep that to myself though, I think. I'm not gonna to propose to, to burn it, but I am gonna mumble something to the effect of um this should be burned or done away with. There's no no good keeping this here. Um, and I'm just going to start, I, I guess, loitering around the room um, with Bert and uh, just taking in the environment. Yeah, in the room, as you're wandering around, it's dusty and packed with old furniture and chairs. There are mirrors and dressing mannequins covered with sheets, almost as if you'd expect one of them to uh, rise up as a ghost after you. So I think you're a little bit uneased with all this furniture covered over with sheets. Oh, 100%. Um, Bagmo, you have found the secret stair where Rosvalda told you to push on the wall, and it opened up. Um, there it is, a spiral staircase built into the wall that seems to descend down, 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 down. What, what is the little creepy voice in my head telling me to do? Uh, sh she's not really talking to you. She's just... Um, she's... I would say afraid. Hmm. Well, if Aircroft has the the feeling that he should burn everything with fire, if it feels a little creepy, mine, my impulse would be to charge in and smash it up. So. <laughs> I think uh, it's time for us to go down these stairs and find out what's in the basement. Okay. Wet Rock. Wet Rock stepped away. So, is everyone in agreement with that? Bagmo calls Let's out. Do it. Bagmo calls out to uh, Urgoth. How are you guys looking? How's everybody feeling? Besides just I didn't get hit in that last fight, so I'm besides okay. Just besides just emotional and mental, how is everybody, uh, like, injured-wise? People hurt? I'm not I doing think... super. I didn't take Ur any hits. Urgoth, oh. are, are you needing healing or rest or something? I'm at eight right now. Oh, well, Bert, Bert Beasley comes along. And, uh... And slaps you on the back, and he tells you, you know, let me just let me consult my spreadsheets here real quick. Hmm, I've got a couple mm. of styles that would be great. You don't mind onion under the underarm, do you? 
All right. What does what does Bert Beasley do? Uh, so he can he consults his spreadsheets, and he notices that uh, you know there's some new policies in place uh, that allow you to uh, be healed five health points. Oh my goodness! So yeah. You- so you you write an insurance policy for him? That's how yeah. you do healing? Is by yeah. issuing riders to a policy? Of course. How else would you how else would you heal? I don't one might, do it Gorkin sons. One might say that um the tables of my health have been pivoted. There we go. And, and I'm very grateful. <laughs> All right. Um uh, Wet Rock. How's yep. Wet Rock feel about this staircase in this attic? What do you I think, you know, this is the second time he's been totally duped and like with his whole heart believed that what he was being told was true. So I think, you know, his pride hurts a little bit, but in response to that, you know, he's just going to charge. Charging uh, downwards. Charging downwards. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah, he'll deal with the, the. The crisis of self later. Okay, but it's there, and it's you guys. Similar. You guys start heading down the uh, spiral staircase, and there's absolutely no doors or windows anywhere else. It only seems to open in the at in the attic where you came from, and nowhere else. Um down 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 you had one story two story three story four story further and further until eventually let me bring you to where you come out one moment until you eventually come out here. As you're here, you all can hear in the background. You, oh, let me describe what you see first. The wooden spiral staircase from the attic ends here. There's a narrow tunnel stretching before you, branching out to what would be the east and west to your left and right. As you arrive here, you can hear this eerie, incessant chant echoing throughout. It's impossible to gauge where exactly it's coming from. But I think in the background, even now, you can sort of hear this repeating, like, chanting happening. Um, can we uh, can we make out, um, you know, any of the, what language they might be chanting in? Roll perception. It seems to be common, but it's hard to make to discern the words. Hmm. Does it sound like a lot of people, or, or, you know, can we hear many voices? It's definitely a chorus of voices. Hmm. They sound dead. 
you clearly can't tell that. You just hear the sounds of this drone. I guess, you can, do they sound just, like wind? Actually, or actually, actually, just listen for yourself. Okay. Yeah, there's some, some ghost shit going on here. Um, partially to make myself feel better in this very uneasy environment and also to help us um, see a little bit better in this, um, what I believe is uh, this basement. Um, I'm going to, as a cantrip, use uh, Produce Flame. And basically a fireball sort of appears in my hand and I can walk around with it and it sheds light in a 10 foot radius um, and dim light for an additional 10 feet. Okay. So and if anything have... looks at me funny, I can throw it at him. Mm. You, have, you have light. We have light. I'll share it with everybody. <laughs> you, you have light. Never minding the fact that that's kind of how light works. It's hard to keep it to oneself. <laughs> that is true. Light ownership is a uh, that's 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 a tough case in court. Well, should we should we move towards this uh, this chanting? Maybe that's what's going on yeah. with all these children, ghosts, and I'm ghouls feeling very and... I'm feeling very drawn towards the chant. Yeah. Okay, so you can't tell which direction it's coming from. There's now uh, like left and right or sort of up and down directions here. We can't tell where the noise is coming from? No. It's just echoing through all of the halls, at least from where you're at. You can't tell right now. Mm. Well, well, we'll find it eventually. Well, well there's only one thing that. to do, and that's that's to flip a coin. I'll flip it, I guess. Only to the right. There. <laughs> <laughs> we, would also, we, we, we would also need a three-sided coin, given the number of directions. <laughs> Bag, Bagmo, as you sort of round up that way, there are several crypts that seem to have been hewn out of earth. Each of the crypts is steel, sealed with a stone... Well, some of them are sealed with a stone slabs. The ones before you there are... Uh, there are stone slabs leaning against the wall. You like can't read. Opened? You can't read the stones or anything, but they're sort of leaning against the wall. From where you're standing, you can't tell. Oh. Do we want to continue this way or scoot down and go the other way? Well, just just consulting the risk uh, assessment chart. It really seems like there's no easy way out. Danger everywhere. Okay. I'll scooch forward a little bit more. As you scooch forward, you're able to see two stone crypts with the stones leaning on the side. The one um, two down here below you, you can just barely make out a name on it. Um, but you can't read it from where you're at. The one above it, you don't see any writing on it. All right, what's written on this one? As you approach it, you see the name Walter Durst written on it. And you recall mm. Walter was the name of the baby. Mm. Mm. 
That explains Fred Durst. Okay, and then rolling, this is a rolling, dead rolling. end. A dead right. end over here. As you look into there, the crypt is empty. Oh. Oh shit! They do something weird with this baby. I mean, didn't we pick up some bones in that room? The baby's crib was empty. Oh yeah, yeah, got you. It was the older brother and sister. Yeah. That I that I backed. Now. So should we go down this other direction now? I think so. I think so. As you head that direction. Uh. Bagmo, you notice a set of steps heading down into some sort of open room that you can't really see unless Urgoth moves ahead of you with light. Yeah, I'll 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 stay close to whoever's leading. Urgoth, as you sort of push down there, there's a set of shallow steps that lead to a room with a wooden table and four chairs uh, standing around it. Uh, to the immediate south, there are some alcoves that contain um, what looks like moldy straw pat, uh, straw pallets. It would be like some sort of bedding chambers. Bedding chambers, yeah. Should we investigate? Sure. Who has a sleepover in a crypt? This right. is a weird family. They, they Someone were probably, smarter than they me were... should investigate because I have just rolled a zero. Why <laughs> oh, no. do we investigate? Like these uh pallets to kind of figure okay. out maybe what was sleeping here. I'll roll an investigation in the one that I'm on. Okay. Mmm. Um really all you find here is just moldy straw. It's mm. clearly old. Stinks. Um, whole room stinks. What is what is Urgoth? What does Urgoth think of this? Like I can tell, Urgoth's very uneased. I am extremely uneased. Uh, I am going to cautiously poke in my head in this alcove at the very bottom here, and if something jumps out at me, I'm going to incinerate it. Uh, as you do, you don't see anything. You see a moldy straw pallet before you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's over this way? As you head over that way, there's another set of small steps that appear to head downwards. You can't see well unless Urgoth brings light. Are we going to go down the creepy stairs? So dark got to keep going down. Dark vision's not really helping. I know. In I, I, uh, it, it, it is. You can see. It's just or it helps with Urgoth and the light. Okay. But yeah, you. I'm basically giving you all dark vision because... So many people have it well, that it's not. All of us have it, except I don't know if uh, if Urgoth has it. I actually do not. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'll just I'll just set everything on fire. <laughs> He's It'll be got fine. The flame. Yeah, the flame of the ancients. Yeah. All right, All right. let's scooch down a bit. Do we hear anything? Uh, as you sort of enter this area, there is a. Uh, it's a little loud. Turn Thrones. it down a bit. As you enter the, as you enter this area, there is a four foot diameter well shaft with a three foot high stone lip in the center of this room. There are five side rooms uh, around here that uh, 
you can see where you're at. Uh, Bert Beasley would like to take a look in this well and see see what he can see down in there. Okay. Here. Roll perception. Uh, it goes down about uh, 30 feet or so. Hmm. There is a uh, wooden bucket hanging from a rope and pulley mechanism that's bolted to a crossbeam above it. And there seems to be some sort of cistern or something deep down below. But you don't Bert, see anything you don't see anything in the bucket and you see still black water at the bottom. Bert Beasley would like to drop that bucket down and and bring up some of this water. Yeah. Uh, it splashes into the water and you're able to draw it up. It is still and has sort of a foul scent to it. Mm. Uh, well, Bert Beasley is impressed that uh, they took uh, safety precautions by having this this uh, source of water down here, you know, in case anyone was maybe walking around with a, a fistful of fire while while down in here. So... Mm. Yep. That, that uh, would be something of a fire hazard. <laughs> right. Can I yeah. can I see what I can determine about the water? I, I think I know I probably would know a thing or two about yeah, sure. water well, by the way it smells or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll me uh perception, I guess. Yeah. Let me just get there. Uh as you're looking around, you can see there are also rooms around this that have what look like beds that are better beds than the straw mats that you saw previously. They seem to be more made and as if they would be for maybe more important people or something. Uh, Wet Rock, the only thing you can really discern is that this would be bad whiskey water. It's, yeah. it's, is this a yeah. little like I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Say here? again? Yes. This... As you look in there, uh, there is a uh, there's a chest in there and there's a uh, bedroll um a wooden framed bed with a moldy straw mattress uh, and a chest there. There's an iron padlock on the chest. Um, unless anyone knows how to pick locks, I guess I should try and smash this bad boy open. Smash away. Yeah, roll me like an attack roll or a strength check, whichever, however you want to do it. You want to try to just pull it off with your hands, roll strength, and if you want to smash it, <laughs> roll an attack roll. Yeah, with a 22, you smack it and it just collapses off that thing went into a black hole yeah <laughs> alright what's in this weird old chest as you open it up there is a pouch uh, that looks sort of strange there and it's like a coin pouch or something hmm Should we try to eat it? <laughs> it, it, it? It's like it's like leather or something. Do mm. you pick it up, Magma? Um, yeah, I'll gingerly pick it up. Okay, as you pick it up, Bagmo, it gives you sort of the heebie-jeebies. Roll me uh, perception. Ooh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Bagmo, yeah. 
Bagma, you empty it out, and there are 11 gold pieces and 60 silver pieces. But as you turn it over and empty it out, the thing that gives you the biggest creeps is that clearly the pouch has hair on it, and there's a little bit of like what looks like maybe a tattoo on part of it where it's been sewn together, and it becomes clear that this is made out of human skin. Uh, do not want drop it. But you have the gold and silver pieces. Okay. As you, ba- as you ba- it out. can't do math, so someone else will have to um, figure that out. She can only count on her fingers. Skylar, <laughs> you're muted. So I, I kind of shoved the gold over to Bert. Do something with this rich man. We still can't hear you. You muted. It, it may not be muted. You may. No, have... I was. I was muted. I, I had to. I had to do a thing. Uh, yeah, Bert Beasley. <laughs> he can. He could turn this twenty gold and sixty silver into anything from zero 11... gold and. It was zero eleven silver. gold. Can you turn it into four equal portions? Eleven gold and sixty silver. Uh, well, he, he can invest it for you in a, in a non fungible token. It's kind of like a uh, like Acorns. a like it's a it's a ghost based currency. Uh, it's it's really it's on the rise. You were the first person to bring NFTs into D and D. Did you just call them a ghost based currency? Yeah, a ghost based currency. Uh, oh, okay, you know, okay. It's, it's useful for uh, different realms. It's almost. Uh, uh, almost likes to put color. her money in her pocket because she understands pockets and she doesn't understand markets. So whatever a quarter is of that. Uh, you could just you could just keep it all in your pockets then. Yeah, just just put it in your pockets then. Let's see. It's ten gold silver to a to a gold. Oh, ten silver to a gold, right? Jeff. Uh, yes. Yeah, but this was kept in a. In an so we all get three golds. Hell yeah. And I guess maybe I uncorked the whiskey that I made earlier and passed the bottle around. See if everybody needs. Oh, I'm not get, drinking what? any of that shit. Hell no. no. My body is a temple. <laughs> well, it was a pretty soggy temple a few days okay. ago. You get one gold yeah. and twelve silvers. I'm taking a swig because I am. Uh, I am. How much? How much of a swig are you taking? You know, it's a dwarven swig, so. Like enough to affect you. Know, it's like you. a five second pull, maybe we'll call it that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I might roll be me a, a little bit. Roll but me I'm, a, I'm roll distraught. Me a, I've done okay, nothing okay. but disappointment. Okay. Here's, what, here's how this is going to affect you. Roll me a con save. I'm making up my own mechanics for this. This is Dungeon Master rules here. Constitution save. It's coming. Motherfucker. Mm, mm, <laughs> uh, okay, we'll save that for we'll save that for for a special time. Uh, you. Uh, no, it's it's all working for character development though. This is the path I was on. You're not drunk. You're not poisoned. You just uh, you're not going to get the benefits of the whiskey. Right. The way that I've got it. 
Uh, if he gets the benefits of the whiskey, he'll be more charismatic and he might get more dexterous to a point. If he drinks too much, he gets less dexterous and less charismatic and eventually mm -hmm. poisoned. So like, think about like you're more a bonus to your charisma and, you know, maybe like you're actually a little bit more fluid and then, but you overdo uh, it. So it's like how half of the martini at Top Golf made me better at Top Golf. So Ergoth, Ergoth, as you're looking down there, you also see another room with a with a uh, like a bunk with a moldy straw mattress and another chest. Since uh, I didn't see anything interesting in the mattress from the other room, I don't think I'm going to spend any time with this bed. But uh, I am going to investigate the chest here. There is a rusty iron padlock on it. Okay. Um, Happy to smash. Do not want to open any more chests at, myself. I'll smash <laughs> it for you and you look in there. You know, wet Rock uh, is probably going to take a leak on one of those uh, the straw beds. Okay, you do that, Wet Rock. All right, Bagmo is <laughs> smashing. Meanwhile, I move aside so Bagmo can smash the lock. I said, ladies first. Hey, Bagmo. Do it for me. Uh, with a 12, you smack it, but the uh, lock holds fast, but it lets out a loud ka-chink, chink, chink. You want to try again? This time, although she's made some noise and a smash, the lock gives way and pops loose. All right. Um, I open it up, and as I do so, I turn around to Bagmo and says, I'll share whatever lovely uh, surprise waits here within this chest. There is a uh, short sword in there, Ooh. and the blade appears to be made out of some sort of mm, nicer metal. Looks like silver. Oh, my goodness. Do I, um, uh, based off of everything else I've seen in this house, I'm looking at the hilt and at everything about it. Like, are there any skulls on it? Is it is it dripping blood from the end of it? Is it, or is it is it a tame, civilized instrument? There is a windmill worked into the hilt. Oh, that's lovely. That's really <laughs> lovely. Okay, Bagamo, when I said I was going to share, um, I looked down in the chest to see if there's anything else, by the way. There is not. There is, there is not. <laughs> I meant I was going to share this other skin sack with you. Um, Short <laughs> uh, swords aren't really my thing. Um, so right. you, you have that. Well, well, wait, 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 Bagmo. I did. Uh, I found uh, something here at the bottom. Just, 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 just give me a minute, and uh, let's see here if I can, if it'll let me do this. Oh, it will not. Oh darn! How many copper in a gold piece? Uh, a hundred. A hundred. Okay, so we're going to subtract that, and then I'm going to get these dimes. Penny's dimes, dollars. Got it. Okay, so uh, I say, Bagamo, I did find you something right here, and then I definitely pop a copper out of uh, one of my uh, best pockets, 
and then say, here, this was in the very bottom. I'm sorry. <laughs> there just wasn't oh, much. In there. <laughs> but, Every but little bit counts, right? That's right. right. That's right. Offerings. All right. You got a tithe and whatnot. Bert um, Beasley, you also see another room around the corner over there as they're doing that, looking at that sword. Uh, Bert Beasley wants to go into the room and yeah. see what there is to see. Similarly, a uh, wooden frame bed like with, a, there. with a piss-covered uh, straw mattress uh, soaked in recent urine. There is also a chest uh, with a rusted iron lock on it. Uh, Bert Beasley is going to ignore the uh, urine-soaked bed and and go take a look at this uh, this this chest. Yeah, it's a wooden chest. It's got a iron lock on it that looks like it's quite rusted. Mm, he's gonna he's gonna give it a tug and just try to try to yank it off. All right, give me a strength check. Uh, with a good hard pull, yeah, the lock eventually like just the metal is so rusted it pops and the mechanism springs fall out and it opens. Hmm. And uh, what what is inside of this this chest here? Uh, there is a black leather pouch. Oh, uh, I'd like to pick it up and. and oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, not a pouch. Uh, it is a black leather eye patch. An eye patch. An eye uh, patch. Well, he'd there like to. A... To pick There's it a... up and yeah. see if this eye patch is is made of leather or human leather. Uh, um, roll me uh, perception or investigation. What about medicine? Sure. He knows his skin. Uh, you think maybe so? Yeah. The other thing you notice is that there's a carnelian, which is sort of like a brown gemstone that is sewn into the eye patch made out of dyed, probably human skin. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, the carnelian is nice. It's sewn into there, but it makes almost like an orange eye where the eye would be over the patch of human flesh. Interesting. Uh... To Bert Beasley, who is an accountant and capable of numbers it's clear to you that this carnelian would be worth about 50 gold pieces now does the uh is it sewn on it's a, it's where the eye should be if someone yeah had like eye? imagine imagine like a black patch with like mm -hmm. a eye mm -hmm. eye shaped gemstone sewn onto the eye patch uh bert beasley he doesn't he doesn't want to put it on but he kind of wants to peer through it as if you know it would would look as if someone were to wear it uh, you see nothing. It's sort of black on the backside, like it would cover. Mm. Um, Bert Beasley is going to do an Arcana check to see if it's a, a magic eye. Okay, roll Arcana. Damn, killing it. Uh, Bert, you 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 don't recognize anything uh, arcane. Um. Well, he's there's no gonna... arcane sigils about it, or and you don't see anything that like it, you have no recollection. Uh, so an arcana check like measures your recollection of arcane items. You don't recognize anything arcane like this, and uh, you don't see any arcane sigils on it. Well, he thinks it's just fancy, and he's just gonna pluck the gem right out of the leather. Okay. 
Uh, what was that called again? Carnelian. It's kind of like an orangish gemstone. Got it. Okay. Imagine like a red orange eye. Just gonna, he's just gonna hold on to that, you know, for a later date. Okay. Bert knows that it'd be worth about 50 gold pieces. Nice. There is one other room that has not been explored. And there's is this, this one, one over here. here. No, it's this one over here. Um, what about this other out. one? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that hasn't been explored either. So two rooms. Here, the one that you're at, Bagmo. Same thing. Chest, iron lock. I'd like to try. Oh, you go ahead. Do you need any help smashing? Or are you going to do it on your own with your new sword? Actually, I think I will take a whack at it with my... Wait a minute. What, uh... What, the chest is made of wood, right? Yes. Oh. Well, it would defeat the purpose probably to burn it. Okay, so I will hit it with my, uh, Wickle. <laughs> okay. Hit it with your... Burn this door down and get in this house. <laughs> <laughs> hit it with your wigwam. Your wigwam. Uh, you take your big stick and smack it, and uh, it makes a cut into the wood of the chest. But you don't like you don't like cut cleave the lid of the chest in half. But you you knock a chunk of wood out of it. It makes a good smacking sound as you do. Okay. Um. Do I have the option? Of um, giving it another whack, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll get. I'll give it one more whack and see if I see if it's impervious to my charms. Uh, this time you give a good smack, and the uh, lid sort of loosens to where you could like, you sort of break one of the hinges and you're able to like, or maybe maybe like you break some of the boards of it mm -hmm. so that you can see down into it and like look down in the chest. And what you see down in there as you look down in is um, several pieces of black cloth that are folded over covering something. So I take the blade of the Wickawa and 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 because I, I, I am not touching this thing. And so basically I'm leaning over it with my flame in my hand and I'm just sort of unfolding this package or parcel with the blade of my Wickawa. Okay. As you do so, you see a some stones that look like they're polished stones. And they're mostly white, but they have veins of green running through the stone, like veins of a of an artery or something like that. Fascinating. Um I let's see. Um like veins of green, almost like lightning or like arterial running through this white stone with like green veins running through it, covered over by these black cloths. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess I will take possession of these um, vein stones. Okay. You can roll me uh, history to see if you know what kind of rocks they are or anything about them if you want. Sure. Ooh. Uh, with a 21, you recognize them as moss agates. Uh, they're probably worth about 10 gold each. What? You find 
you find three of them. Okay. Um, cool. I think that's uh, I think that's my ex exploration finish of this room. Assuming there's nothing else in the chest. Nothing else. And if y'all are just exploring, there was one other room. Yeah, this one up top. Yeah. Uh, Wet rock, were you going to smash it? Or... I thought about it. But then smash it for you if you pretty, want. Pretty comfortable. Yeah, you go for it. Hmm. <laughs> You lay, are you wail into the lock, but yeah. on the second on the second strike, you knock it loose, uh, and the chest's lock falls way away. All right, and, and what have we got? Crack that bad boy open. What is inside? Inside, inside of there, you see a uh, hairbrush, um, made out of maybe like ivory or something it's sort of this white material uh there are what look like silver bristles on this ivory brush i am maybe it is fancy but i am not really wanting a used hairbrush from a haunted house so if anybody else wants to pick that up yeah i'm gonna take it Can i take it and i put it in the in the bag with the remains of the two kids. And I don't even really make a big deal of it. I just kind of, she drops it back in there, doesn't want it. And then as we're both walking out of there, maybe I pick it up. Okay, Wet Rock, I want you to mark this down on your sheet somewhere. Uh, ivory hairbrush. And if you would mark for me page 218. All right, ivory hairbrush, page 218. So that later I can tell you what yep. it is if you figure that out. Since you're just grabbing it and pocketing it, I can look yeah. back and see what the reference was. You said 218? Mm -hmm. okay. So that later when you ask me, what was that hairbrush? Yep. You tell me, I'll be like, where was it? Because I ain't thinking about it right now. I'm just taking it. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you pocket it. Ivory hairbrush, silver, silver bristles. And I got a lot of hair, so it's not like... Uh, Sure. All right. So we've got a bit of loot. The only other passageway was there was. Assuming we make it out alive. There was another path that headed uh, to the, I guess, east or right on your screen over here with some steps that ascended upwards. That's right. Right where we came Fire from. Right? Boy. Fire you came boy. Would from... you like to go first? It came from the north. So it's heading in the direction. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. And then there's the exit that you came from, which uh, you chose to go north at the crypts instead of south. So there's sort of other options. Okay. As you enter there, the chanting grows uh, louder. And uh, it becomes more obvious what the words are. You can hear the phrase, he is, as you're sort of entering that zone there. Ghostly chanting, hmm, it's louder. 
and but it's still just sort of echoing up and down the chambers we can't tell a specific location not exactly um i am i think going to continue going straight which i guess is up another flight here yeah there is another flight of steps okay um and as you uh do the chanting gets a little bit uh gets a little bit quieter uh it's still present but it's definitely quieter uh you are able to sort of round around a corner there and you can see ergoth a uh wooden a plank wooden table flanked by long benches uh, roll perception, uh, Urgoth, as you enter this room. Okay. Urgoth, uh, there are bones strewn around in the dirt. They are human bones. And they have signs of, like, knife marks and fork marks on them. You Did you say fork? Yes. Can we there are human bones strewn around with knife marks and fork marks on them. Around this uh, table. He grabs one of the bones and he says, these bones got teeth marks on them. Cannibals. Yeah, there, there are alcoves around this room to the north, to the, uh, I guess what would be like the east and then to the south. Um, I say, uh, Wet Rock, my friend, uh, you started going down this hallway here. Uh, I think I'll join you. This room gives me the creeps. Hi. So we're moving down the hallway. Wet Rock, as you head this way, you see crypts to your left and right. Yeah. They are sealed with stone slabs and you can see names written on them. No one else in these rooms, though, huh? You don't see anything, but you do see sealed crypts here. You're yeah, able to see their names there. At the one to your immediate north, if you move up, you can read it. But you can see that it's sort of is, got a name there. As you move up, it says, Rosvalda Durst. Mm. Uh, and then the, name, the, name the, of one, the name of one of the children. Right. And this one says Thornbolt Durst. That's the other, the boy? Yes. Uh, nothing in the middle here? No. Rosvalda Durst on this slab and Thornbolt Durst on this slab. These kids are fucking haunting me. And Jeez. somebody somebody had their bodies, right? Yeah, he I has their them. bodies. I yeah, do, you, do you think we should we should uh, open it up and see what see what's in there? Definitely. Which one are you pulling on? I pulled the girls first. She okay. was over, there, right? Uh, yeah, the bottom one. Oh, is, sorry, is the girl? Or no, I'm sorry, the top one is the girl. I apologize. That's fine. Uh, right. As you as you uh, pull on the slab, it eventually gives way, and. In there, you see a uh, like coffin. I move the top off. Uh, it is empty. It's on a I stone bier. 
Yeah, I go to my backpack. I pick out the larger skull and a few of the other bones because I didn't, I forgot in my haste to respect their remains that I didn't, that I needed to keep them separate. So you're able to tell. I picked the bigger skull and just a few of the other bones and I lay them in there. As you, as you do. As you do that, as you lay those bones in there, uh, Amy, the ghost of Rose leaves you, and you can feel her like exit your body and fly towards the grave. And, uh, yeah. You okay. feel uh, relieved by that. And then right. I go down. I'm going to do the same thing for the boy. Uh, yeah, the... Uh, you open it up, and similarly, Maybe, well, sim what? similarly, you find an empty coffin, and you're able to place the child's skeletal remains into the coffin. And you see before you, just briefly, the uh, image of a ghostly image of a young boy clutching a teddy bear, and then oh, he God. fades from your vision and disappears into the uh, coffin. I think he's definitely crying, and he is—he's oh. in a way. Uh, Bagamo comes to, over and takes trying to not let him know that he's crying. So mostly he's trying to disguise it behind a lot of like uh, snorts and like snotty nose sounds. Um, but he's—he's yeah. he's in a way. Yeah, I okay. come over and give you like kind of a bro hug, you know. Yeah. And what rock would you like me to say a, a small prayer for these two lost souls? I okay. I've got you know a little candle, a little incense, and I can do I can do a fairly decent little. I want graveside uh, service. Okay, so I want wet rock and bagmo can take uh, inspiration for uh, for this. Right, inspo. There are two other crypts directly across. What is Urgoth? What is uh, Urgoth and Bert Beasley? What are, what are they feeling and thinking? Well, we should probably check out these other two crypts. I will go with. As you approach, you notice two sealed stone slabs there. Can we can we read the names? Do they have names? Yes, they have names on them. The one that you, Urgoth is immediately looking at says Gustav Durst. Gustav and Durst. The one to the south says Elizabeth Durst. Interesting. Um, do they appear to have been opened or tampered with? Roll me investigation. None that you can discern. Interesting. Well, it doesn't look like these have been opened. Should we just leave them as they are? I'm not inclined to touch too much around here unless it's a treasure chest. Um, that being said, I think I want to take a quick look at uh, this thing in front of me. Um, do I notice anything weird about my particular crypto? No, 
It says Gustav Durst, and it is a sealed uh, tomb, just like the others of the children. Got it. Does anybody have a Gustav in their backpack? Uh, Gustav, mm. you uh, roll me insight. Uh, Gustav, you assume, is the father. Mm -hmm. So you saw Walter, you saw one without a name, you saw Gustav, and you saw Elizabeth. And you're assuming with 17 that Gustav is the father and Elizabeth is the mother. That does make sense. You know, those other coffins were empty. They look the same. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think I'm going to disturb mine. I'm if going we can to... bust these ghosts, this could be our headquarters. Uh... I think we need to take care of the would... chanting first. I yeah. would prefer oh, yeah. other environments. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm emotional. Yeah, Bert, Bert Beasley doesn't think a haunted house is really the next site of you know Gorkinson's satellite office man this this dude is just wiping his eyes and saying you're right you're probably right okay so where, which way are you guys heading i think we're uh continuing down the hallway here as you continue on the hallway ergoth you recognize the same spiral staircase that you came down with to begin with mm. as you sort of looped your way back ah uh... i think we've got to go back to that one long hallway Ah, I'm the going creepy to hallway. I'm mm -hmm. just going to say, um, well, we found the treasure. I guess we'll go back up now. Erica. Uh, as as you head right into that alcove, wet rock. Oh boy! No, 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 wet rock. You. <laughs> no, 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 wet rock. You did something. Okay, I came in here. A cr creature unfurls from the uh, from the ceiling as you uh, enter that alcove and this creature it uh, snarls at you you didn't see it at first and you're yeah. right on top of it yeah I was and it is uh, going to bite at you from above uh, it uh flails down a tentacle at you and it rolls an 18 to hit. Oh yeah. I don't know. Uh, it does 11 slashing damage to you and it grabs you. And Wet Rock, you are <laughs> grabbed and pulled up to the ceiling by it. Alright. I say something like, <laughs> And then it attacks you with its beak. Again? Yep, and it does four piercing damage to you for a total of 15 damage. Yep, a total and of... It done whooped my ass and I'm unconscious. Oh, you're, no. un you're unconscious. Yep. All right, let me turn off the sword noises because that's kind of uh, a bit much. Well, it's misleading is what it is. It sounds like there's a battle, not just, not just you getting killed. Yeah, no, I just got <laughs> totally bamboozled <laughs> in the pantry. Well, I walk into the larder, and you know, some bird demon is trying to rip my face off. Yeah, everybody roll initiative as Wet Rock is uh, sucked up by a thing and like chomped on it, and Wet Rock's body falls down on the ground, unconscious beneath it. 
You want me to roll initiative too, or yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're rolling initiative. I cannot. Where the... You're not dead yet. You're just unconscious. Yeah, I'm just. I'm disappointed in myself for not being able to find. Oh, there it is. Man, I have really been on fire today. Well, hey, you banished some ghosts, and so Urgoth, you're the first one that notices this, as uh, Wet Rock gets smacked by something that he didn't notice on the ceiling, and it ripped him up to the ceiling and bit him, and then his body falls down unconscious and bleeding out. What do you do, Urgoth? So I hear um the yelp and i come charging uh down and um i should be able to make it there i think in my normal movement yep and um i am going to give this okay so a quick ruling i need uh i'd like from you okay. um oh never mind never mind never mind i see here i, I was i was going to ask if um if uh the wickle would have reach but I see right here it doesn't. What is um, the Wickerwall's reach? What is its reach? Um, by default, it, no, it's range ten, so it does have reach. Yes, ten foot ceiling here. Okay, good, good, good. So I am going to then um, take a step back then and give this thing a stab with my Wickerwall. Uh, you're still gonna have to get like up on it because it's ten feet above you, attached to the ceiling. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. So you're not going to be able to get 10 feet vertically away from it and still hit it. But Got you it. can hit it. Yeah, uh, thir cool 13, 13 is a miss. 13 is a miss. Wet Rock, you're up. Roll me a death save. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, some reason, I can't do a death save. It's from D&D Beyond. How do you, how do you roll it? Uh, make your HP be zero, and then it'll automatically on DD Beyond, it and it'll automatically bring them up. Yeah, it did bring it up, but I just I can't. There's no button. Well, just roll a straight up D20. You can do it in roll 20. Yeah. Okay. Because there's no modifiers to it. It's just a 20 sided die. Yep. Just straight D20. That is <laughs> that is two failed death saves. As yep. you're watching, as you're watching. Uh, you realize this is the same thing that happened. Last time, the blood and I got attacked. The blood really starts. The blood starts to rush out of Wet Rock's neck, where he got chomped down on, and you can see that he's in real trouble. The uh, monstrous thing on the ceiling uh, sort of slithers across the ceiling, crawling, and snaps down a tentacle at Urgoth. Does a twenty-one hit? <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> it does. I love it does. Too, you ass. <laughs> it does thirteen slashing to you. Oh, and now that's me dead. <laughs> Seriously, where are these? Like, why are we starting at level one if these guys can kill us in one strike? You and know, it it crits on it crits on you with the beak attack. So that's two failed death saves to you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Bagmo. 
you're up. Back so low, I, I would two... I would I would suggest rescuing Urgoth. Can I get to him this turn? Yeah. You can jump over the table and get over there. Okay. Alright, you have three HP. Bert Beasley. Urgoth, you're back. Uh Bert. Wetrock is about to make his third death save in a moment. Yeah, he's just gonna have to. He's gonna have to just. He's gonna have to live with it, I guess. He could use his inspiration to pass to do two rolls, right? Yes, of course. Uh, Bert, I'm saving it for the last one, but thank you, Amy. Bert Beasley. Yeah, you. you uh, well, if you want to roll that for your death save, I will let you backtrack that and use your inspiration. No, I wanted to save it for the last one. I mean. I'll take chance on the first two, but all right. I think I'll use my inspiration on the last one. All right. Well, Bert, you're up. Uh, Bert Beasley is going to hurl a javelin at the creature on the roof. Okay. That's Hits a hit. it for sure. Yeah. Ooh, it lets out a yelp as. Uh... That does some serious damage to it. And then as a bonus action, Bert Beasley will then cast uh, Compel the Duel uh, onto this this critter uh, to give it a disadvantage attacking anyone but uh, but himself. Does it get a save against that? or? Uh, it's a Wisdom 12. Okay. Nineteen. That is unfortunate. <laughs> uh, and then he's just—he's since Burt Beasley is like pretty beefy, he's just—he's just gonna run over here, and you know, maybe maybe he'll take a hit. Who knows? Okay. And that's uh, that's it. Ergoth McCoy, you're up. Okay, so um, I have just been accosted by this thing and just as a purely reflexive action here i hurl um the uh, flame i've been using as a light at it okay um and uh, do i just need to do a d20 to see if it hits uh yeah what what do you use it a cantrip or is it uh it is a can it is it, it is a um it needs ex extension of my produced flame cantrip yeah roll whatever your spell if it's a spell attack um, let me see. It's, it's going to be your spell attack plus d20. Let me see what happens if I just roll it there. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. Does it? Does that work okay for me to do it that way? Yeah. Okay. Does two fire damage. It lets out a, uh, a horrible hiss. Not dead, though. Wet Rock. Roll me the last death save or get a new character. Yep. Well, I don't... Care you, have you have inspiration. Yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration. Let's do it. I want to try to save this guy's life, but... Yeah. If he has to go... So just roll one first. Roll a d20 first. Right. And then... Roll another one. That's a pass. Okay. You succeed. All right. Uh, the Grick thing is up, and it's going to strike at Burt Beasley. It'll never hit me. 12 to hit. Not even close. 
And then it can't use its bite attack because it didn't hit. Bagmo, you're up. Ah, crap. That's a miss. Yep. Burt Beasley. Burt Beasley will show you how it's done. <laughs> he puts his spectacles in his jacket that's, pocket. That's a hit, Burt. It's a single hand. Okay. Uh, the creature, uh, I think, falls down onto the ground, but still sort of like snarls at you all. Urgoth, it's right next to you now. Tentacles and beak flailing. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, give it a stab with my Wukawa. That's what it looks like. No. It is a miss. Octopus, bird, like... Uh, yeah, 12 misses. Sarlacc. Hey. Wet Rock, roll me another death save. But of course, and I still got my inspiration. You right? still do. You still do. All right, I'm rolling to save myself from death. Come on, Wet Rock. That's a pass. Two successes, two fails. All right, Wet Rock rolls over and just like puffs up a bunch of blood onto the floor. The uh, monstrous thing is up. It's still engaged, I think, with Burt Beasley and is going to attack him again. Ten to hit. Mm, that's about eight less or nine less than it needs to be. Oh, you've got a lot of armor. It may have to go for somebody else. Bagmo, you're up. How smart is this thing? Not very. Okay, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. 21. Yeah. God damn, how smart is this thing? Not very smart, very wise. Very wise. So. <laughs> very lucky with the dice roll. Bert, you're up again. Well, it's working well so far. Oh, that'll do it. And then he's got finish it off with a with a furious slash yep that does it describe how it how it looks uh Bert Beasley just cleanly slices off all its little uh little tentacles there and then and what that, that, I mean that's it you oh. know I guess he himself is a, a big tentacle so he also is sliced hmm I mean, what's it going to do without its little tentacles, you know? Yeah. Nothing. You're just going to yeah. take his tentacles and be like, now go live mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a humble, as a humble worm. Yeah. And things get uh, more quiet again. Wow. You know, Bagabo is not feeling great about herself right now. Urgoth, Urgoth, it's your turn. We're still in initiative because you have a character that is making death saves. 
Yeah, I'm dead. Shit. Or almost. The creature is dead. Urgoth, it's your turn. You see Wet Rock uh, coughing up blood lying on the ground. You see Bagmo injured badly, and you yourself are quite injured and bit. I'm um, not injured, am I? No, I guess, I guess just Urgoth is injured. Okay. Um, I am going to see to my teammates first, and I am going to uh, cast Cure Wounds on um, Wet Rock to, All right, wet to rock. bring him around. You regain 5 HP, you're conscious, and everybody's out of initiative. All right. The chanting you are able to hear again. Who who is the most injured at the moment? I'm at three. Should we take uh, a try and take a short rest somewhere? I'll, we could go to one of the rooms with the with the beds in it, and I mean not the piss soaked one, but one of the others. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll insight. Everybody. Oh, okay. Just. Do do. 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 All right. Let's... Um. Wet Rock and Bagmo, you guys were there for a while and nothing bothered you. That's all you get. Took you a while to search through all those things and nothing seemed to bug you. We could even go to one of the one of the crypts, you know, that we opened. Um, I don't know if Wet Rock could emotionally handle that. <laughs> Um, can I, uh, take a, uh, action, Jeff? What are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to burn my last spell slot and, um, cure wounds on myself. Are you sure about that? Uh, I, I am. As opposed, as opposed to taking a short rest and. We should um, take a short rest because. We're going to need our spells a lot. I don't know how I feel about taking a rest in this place. I say as I look around with literally the gnawed on femur of a human (laughs) (laughs) right beside beside me here in this room. Um, Maybe maybe not in this room. Yeah, in this room. This is the Uh, room with all the bones. Yeah, we can go back to the bedroom. This is Cannibal Island room. I don't know. There's some nice beds, you know, a little moldy, but... I'll be honest. I don't know about any of these rooms, and and I'm thinking... Okay, but, like, if we're in battle, though, with whoever is chanting... Probably gonna die. Hopefully we can just get out of here before they find out who we are. And if they, but if we go to sleep here, they're just no, 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 not sleep. A short rest, just an hour. Oh, okay. That's just like sitting down. Well, I Big just, hell. I hurt really bad. So you have you have two hit die that you're able to spend, or uh, one hit die. No, so two we, hit die. So I will follow y'all if y'all want to take a quick breather, but I'm gonna have to do something. <laughs> Can you zap us back to the one of the rooms? Yeah, sure. Do you want to go to the straw rooms where the major cultists were, like the where you oh, found yeah, the, the where you found the tre- where you found the tre- where you found the treasure? 
that that one. That okay, one. for sure. I'll take you there. I'll take you there. You know, you got... should we just go to the kids' room? There's almost no chance they'll ever come there looking for anybody alive. You guys, you guys make your way back to the. Uh, you guys make your way back to the room with the well and the uh, four rooms around it. We should just all. I'll go to the same room and then I'll take our take our rest there. Yeah, the one that didn't get peed on. Big room. Big room, <laughs> big room. Yeah, stay away from this this room right here. This one, I I guess it's not doing my. There we go, that one. Okay, that's the pee room. What are you guys doing during your short rest? I assume burning hit die. Yes. You can roll up to two hit die to recover hit points, and anybody that recovers spell slots or anything else on a short rest can get them back. Hit die. Where are they at on your character sheet? Are you on uh, level twenty? If you go up on the on to, Beyond. There's yeah. a button for short rest up there. It has a little like uh, Oh yeah, I got it. Yep. And then reset maximum HP changes to automatically apply healing with dice resolved. Yeah, we'll just do it that way. Roll hit die. Ergoth gets back 11 HP. Duty. Yep, you have another one you can burn. Yeah, I know. I just... You can't have just one. What's your constitution mod? I have two. I have two. What's your What's your constitution modifier? Uh, zero. Oh, shit. Okay. Never mind. He's a delicate flower or <laughs> wet yeah. rock. Wait, don't yeah. we have a healing potion? You do. Maybe you should you, take that. You purchased healing potions. A number of them, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you purchased a bunch of healing potions. <laughs> <laughs> did I? Yeah, so you can drink people. one of those since you're I, I, a... I did get a few for for the for the crew. But uh yeah, I'll take one. I don't know where I didn't Probably how, them how many right. did you guys buy? I don't recall. There was like two. Okay. They are uh, 2d4 plus two for each one. Okay. 2d4 plus two. I'm going to take one. Okay. Uh, 2d4. Not, how do I add a modifier? Just We can add it in our heads. If you okay. go to advanced dice roller, it'll let you. you know, so that's six. You want. six. So I get six extra points. Six six extra points back. So you regain. Okay, so I'm back to eleven out of fifteen. I'm. I'm uh, you're. Get... You're. At, uh, yeah. You have another hit die. You can roll too. I rolled it. It sucked. What I don't you... want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, I only see the one. What yeah, was your I only other one? see one. It was a one again. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled two ones. Yep. Oh my god. And then I just did it again. I mean, I don't, I mean, for one of the two D4s, it's not my night for rolling, man. That's just bad rolling. They, okay. they hate my IP address. <laughs> they said, fuck you. And I said, All right. I'll take it. All right. Well, an hour has passed without much event. Uh, um, during the rest. Yeah, um, Ergoth, what are you doing? 
would, would I have been able to sit uh, to have a think while I recuperated and refreshed myself? Yeah, please uh, tell me about, what you're thinking about. I'm thinking about this windmill sword. Yeah. Uh, you don't detect any. Uh, well, roll me our kind of check. Okay. You don't detect any arcane properties to it. The blade is clearly silvered, so it is another silvered weapon. So it would be useful against certain creatures that are vulnerable to silvered weapons. You know werewolves, but uh, maybe something else. Um, you know, I don't know what your uh, legend lore is, but... Uh... I come out cool. of the room, and I'm... I, I look at him in the face and I say, are you familiar with a cartoon called Don Coyote? What's, what's a cartoon? <laughs> no wet rock. <laughs> and he just kind of slumps up against this column and sits back down. All right. Interesting. There's um, a cartoon called Don Coyote, by the so, way. So, yeah, so Urgoth, you... They uh, it at some windmills. You... Oh, Don Quixote. Okay. Um, you... Uh, it's a red windmill. You remember it as you saw it on the... Um, like, worked into the, like, artwork of the family crest. It was on the shield when you first entered. And you assume it, that it is probably the... Um, it is like the emblazoning, and it was also on a weapon that was above the mantle. Uh, you assume that it is probably like the family sigil of uh, the Durst family. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Maybe they owned a windmill. Maybe they were millers at one point. And so this is a short sword? Yeah, a silvered short sword. Got it. The chanting just continues. Yeah, Burt Beasley, who says, you know, he who hesitates, it's lost. And time is money. Uh, you know, who knows what's going on with all this chanting? We should probably should probably go see see what's what. You know, what who knows what, what spells they're casting while we sit around and diddle daddle. What uh what way are you going, Bert? Oh, back to that one hallway we didn't go down, the long one. All right. Well, there were several paths. There was the room full of the bones that led southward, and then there was the uh, long... There's one, I think it's actually, I think it's... Uh, over this one? I believe it was Yeah, it's this down one. here. Yeah. That one. All right. Yeah, Bert, as you sort of enter this room, hang on. Allow me to... Uh, just sort of modify things just a little bit here. The chanting is louder coming hmm. coming from down that long hallway. So you can be, make out Bert Beasley would like to to tell everyone that we should try to we should try to sneak up, you know, no reason to go charging for... in. Uh yeah. Roll me um you're sneaking up. 
and being cautious, Bert? Uh, oh, for sure. Are you leading the path, or are you letting someone else take lead? Uh, Bert Beasley is uh, uh, really inspired by all those leadership posters that you see, you know, of like lead lead from the front. So he's gonna he's gonna roll. Roll me perception, Bert. Oh, all right, all right. Not very perceptive. You don't notice much, but you do hear the chant, and you can start to hear it say, "He is ancient. Oh. He is the land." Oh, I, don't... I wonder if they're talking about that little baby. He is ancient. He is the land. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nowhere to go, but I think sneaking along. Probably Dracula, right? Dracula. He is ancient as shit. I guess he killed enough people to uh, Bert, know, make an Bert, argument. Bert, yep. Bert, stop. Man. Stop. Something happens. Uh, As Bert steps no. on that area, Bert, the ground gives way beneath you, and you fall down into a pit. And, Urgoth, you see this happen before uh, you fall. Bert, there is a trapped pit there that oh, becomes no. visible only after you stepped on it. You were not perceptive enough to notice the lack of footprints there. As you fall downwards into this pit and you take uh, six bludgeoning damage from the fall and you take four piercing damage from uh, sharpened wooden spikes in the bottom. Oh, yeah. damn. That's for unfortunate. Ten, for ten damage total. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can pit, add. The pit is ten feet deep. <laughs> you have fell into a tiger pit. Uh, Bert Beasley is right, right hurt down this pit, and obviously he cannot get out of a ten foot pit. Shit, no! And he's also yes. stabbed. He made. Oh yeah. Um, uh, there. We'll I help can... you out, and honestly, this makes me like you more because I've been so eaten up with jealousy that you've been landing all the hits, and you can do magic, <laughs> and you're smarter than me, and now your ass fell into a pit. <laughs> Maybe and, we but, can be buds after all. But now he's holy, so I don't know if that makes you jealous. <laughs> he's more holy than he went in to the pit. All right. Wow. Uh, Bert Beasley is, is very ashamed. Uh, he knows this would never have happened to Gork Jr., his, his older brother. So who's helping Bert out of the pit? I'll, I'll help him out of the pit. Okay. It could be a team effort. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're able to pull him up out of the pit, and the pit is about five feet across, so it's not difficult for you to, now that you see it, cross over it. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's, that's it, huh? So we all just jumping easily over the pit now? Yep, you're able to easily clear it now that you can see it. As you come around here, there are some steps heading upwards to the uh, east, and then there are further steps heading downwards. Heading upwards towards other rooms to this direction, and then there are further steps heading down this way, as you can see, Urgoth. Um, I think I'm going to uh, keep continuing straight, which is to say down you wrap downwards 
And as you head downwards, there is a uh, 20-foot-long staircase. As you descend, the chanting begins to get louder and louder and louder. And it becomes uh, clear. Oh, go ahead. It becomes clear that the chanting is coming from down this hole. Um, as I descend the stair, um, I'm going to go ahead and at, and um, relight my fire uh, to help light our way and to help um, me feel better about where we're going. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're at the top of the step. Does everybody want to descend down these steps where the chanting is coming from louder and louder? Are we in shape to go fight some guys? <laughs> Uh, Bert, Bert Beasley wants to use the last of his uh, his health pool on himself. <laughs> That's fair. Bert, as you do this to yourself and everybody gathers at the top of the steps, you can hear the chanting growing louder and louder from down in the pit. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where we will leave it for the night and pick oh, up next and pick yeah. up next week. The go heroically die. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. And just There's when no I... way that Wet Rock is making it out of here. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> die. He has 15 hit points total, and he's only at a fraction of that. Someone is going to kill him. Do, wait, you did you use one health potion and two hit dice? Yeah, and I got 11 out of 15 back. <laughs> nice. I mean, those are the odds, huh? Uh, now, if your characters die, you're going to get new characters. I'm going to tell you straight up right now. This is a deadly campaign. And if you... And there are real things that will kill your characters, and I will 100% kill you if you play it wrong. So you might as well think about what your next character is. I mean, we've almost died to every encounter. Just a pack of wolves, a a slug on the ceiling. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were dire wolves. My God, they were dire wolves. Not just... well. Well, the good news is, the good news is, you were supposed to start this dungeon at level one. Uh, you started it at level two. Um, you're uh, if you survive and you level up. Nice. Oh. Awesome. All right. I'm also ready to die. So we'll see what happens. You still have another healing potion you can drink. That's right. I got one more. All right. We well, will. See you guys uh, next time. Bye, guys. Good night, everybody.